0: Finding the love of your life after 20 years of being apart is great, but then a lot can change in 20 years and then you realise that love is simply not enough. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Books and Skins Podcast. On today's episode, I am reviewing Ever After by Karen Kingsbury. Ever After is the sequel of Even Now. And I have been reviewing even now in the last two episodes and I'm giving you a very comprehensive review. And someone told me like, well, I don't have to read this book again. You've said everything. Now, I'm not going to make Ever after so easy. You have to read Ever after. In fact, you need to read the two books. Um, if you feel like you do not want to read it, I recommend if you've not listened to the um, previous episodes that you listen to them so that the story flows that so you don't get what she talking about who is she talking about she's you know because the characters in ever after are the same characters in even now say for one person that's justin baker um emily's boyfriend who's introduced around the chapter five or six um but where we stopped from even now shane and lauren have gotten back together and that's the perfect christmas miracle Now, it's been 20 years they've been apart, and 20 years is a lot of time. They are on different sides of the war. Lauren is a reporter with Time magazine, and she's basically um, picturing the war or seeing the war from the aspect of this that we can negotiate. People are dying in the Middle East. It doesn't have to be like this. And Shane is, being a fighter pilot, is on the side of there is peace, there is strength in peace. I mean, you have to show strength for peace to come. And Lauren is on the side of we can negotiate. And this is something that they do not seem to agree on because Lauren has, in her writings, in her reports, have always pictured American soldiers as bad people you Know on the wrong or being on the wrong side of the war, so they are polar opposites. But then, this story, Ever After, is not about them, it's about their daughter and Justin Baker. So, Emily shares the same convictions, the same fates with her father, Shane Galanter, and she decides that she's a writer too, so that's a part of her mother that she took. But then, she wants to work for the military, she wants to work as um, in the correspondent to just work with the base you know get in tune with the war somewhat and support in her own little way that's Emily's thinking and so she decides to work for the military and in working for the military she finds this handsome guy Justin Baker that's when he comes on and the moment she sees him, I do not, I don't know if people, if love at first sight exists. You know, I'm forced to believe that it does. But love at first sight is very strong. <laughs> because they see each other and Justin, in his mind, is like, I like her. And she's like, yes, I like him. She's a little startled by seeing him because wow, he looks like everything I've been thinking about. But at the same time, Emily has to force herself to focus because she had seen she was 19 at that time and she had seen how um, being in a relationship at that early time although her parents loved themselves she had seen how that early relationship that her parents had somehow resulted into something so of course she had dated in and out but she didn't want to get into anything serious and because, of course, her future was planned out ahead of her. But in, when she saw Justin, she was like, yes, he has to be the one. And <laughs> there's, uh, in the office, there's this um, correspondent or attendant. Her name, is, her name um, was Vonda. And Vonda saw Emily, saw Justin. I was constantly trying to pair them together. <laughs> and there are some people, there are older people that like to play matchmaker a lot. The fact is that Vonda was not technically trying to matchmake them because they saw each other and they felt like, yes, we are for each other. So Vonda wasn't doing anything strange or trying to force them on each other. They saw each other and they liked each other. Now, Lauren, when she would tell Lauren, of course, she started getting excited and Justin Justin, um, acts out on a date and it goes on and on. Love is developing. And when she told Lauren about it, Lauren was like, oh, what happened to waiting? What happened to not wanting to be with a, a boy or a guy? She's like, no, I can't feel it. Mom, I can't feel it that this guy is for me. And her mom asked him, okay, what does he do? He's a lieutenant. What? He's in the war? I mean, and... I understand that Lauren has very strong biases towards the war, towards soldiers, towards the military, towards the army. And that is fine. But she had to um, suppress those biases to some extent for her to be happy for her daughter. And I can understand why she was skeptical. Because, of course, the war might have been a good thing on Emily's side. But war is also the in in war people die, okay, on both sides. Soldiers American soldiers who were sent to the Middle East died. And people in the Middle East still died in, in crossfire. A lot of things happened during war and in Lawrence mind she was like, Why can't Emmy just be a simpler person to be with? Why why does it have to be so complicated? Of course, Shane knew Justin's parents and he agreed to it, okay, and he liked the fact that his daughter shares the same conviction with him. Of course, Shane and Emily had to keep praying for Lauren, because even the biases that Lauren had were outlier. Maybe they were not they were not um seen on the same page, but they and Emily's um Lauren, I beg your pardon, somehow lacked this faith in God. And they were trying to um, get her to understand. And in trying to understand, Lauren was like, okay, maybe I need to move close to the military, to the Top Gun facility. And she was living with Shane for a period of time. And it was it just wasn't working. Okay, they loved each other. They knew without a doubt that they loved each other. And Lauren was like, okay. Let's bypass this, let's try to make this work. Shane, on the other hand, I feel like Shane was a little bit um hard on her. I mean it's 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 nice um for you and your partner to agree on some things, but just because you love someone doesn't mean that you see things um on the same level with them, it doesn't just work like that. I feel like Shane was pushing her so much to refine her biases, to refine her taste. She, being a reporter in Afghanistan, gave her um, a first-hand experience of what was happening to indigents in the Middle East. And she had a right to have that kind of opinion. Shane made it look like she was just trying to embarrass him because they would go to dinners and whenever the topic about war came, came on, she's like, she was very jittery. Lauren always said something that maybe would have embarrassed him because she didn't have the same school of thought like all the people around Shane. And because of the way it happened, Lauren was now asking God for wisdom. For wisdom to not mess up the relationship she had with her daughter because her bias was already getting in the way of her daughter's relationship. And to also not mess up what she has with Shane. And at the same time, while she was... She was with shane she kept calling she kept getting calls from um her magazine head and all that she should come back come back and report the war nobody reports the war like you and then before she goes she's asking god for wisdom wisdom to to give her um to help to open her mind's eye and teach her what she had not seen before or teach her where is missing if she's wrong she's going to come back and apologize of course but whether regardless of whether she was right or not she just wanted God to grant her this free stuff I didn't understand at first why um, Emily's relationship got mingled into the story but here's the thing Justin being a soldier was a great way of showing lauren anderson that they are good soldiers of course she knew shane was a good man it's different shane is up in the air there are people who were foot soldiers who had one-on-one interactions with these people justin was kind justin was um proactive he was volunteering doing a lot of things and Laura began to question the biases she had. Because leave, let's forget the fact that he was her daughter's boyfriend. He was an extremely good soldier. And it made her question the biases that she had before on the fact that soldiers were just inherently bad people. They just liked to kill. Um, Justin and Emily we're constantly praying for Lauren I love how um, the presence of God is this thing where you talk to God and you're asking him for something and he gives you answers in subtle ways I love how the presence of God is very strong in this book I feel like it's even stronger in ever after than it wasn't even now because Justin radiated so much peace, so much energy. He knew that um, Emily's mother was on the other side. But he still treated her with respect and with love. Now, here is the turning point for Lauren. Because she had to go back to um, Iraq. Now, she had to report the war from Iraq. And Justin, being um, a lieutenant, had to go on um, rounds. Had to um, experience the war. and that was the second time he was to be going and of course him and Emily has already formed a very tight um, relationship they were a wonderful couple power couple and his parents loved her and and despite the um, rifts in um, Emily's parents they still loved him so Justin is also deployed to Iraq And then he meets um, Emily's mother there, that's Lauren. And there's a particular act that opens Lauren's eyes. Okay, so Lauren comes to report with her friend, with her friend who's the cameraman, comes to report and then she sees that there's a protest. And she comes closer and she sees an american soldier playing with the children of the protesters giving them food and all of that and then she looks very well i mean this is american soldiers that she has previously been told that they come and they share children with uh, with this woman and they just leave i mean that american children are what populate the orphanages there it was a false story but Coming and saying that there was an American soldier that was helping the children was just this is not what I know them for. I know them for being bad people, for shooting people. And then she comes closer and unfortunately the person who is playing with these children and giving them sweets is Justin. So her and Justin meet and there's this change in Emily's in Lauren's oh eye. Like why have i seen these people as the bad people all this why and then when she starts the interview there's there's a man who comes to us and tells her we are grateful for the americans we're grateful that they are here These insurgents just um these terrorists they 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 want to dictate us they are making life difficult for us and all of that and she's like which part of the war was she really supporting and right there while she was doing this interview there's an airstrike um, the terrorists fire and then almost everybody starts running out as counter and the person that she was interviewing dies on the spot and she saw her Justin and the other um, soldiers hurried to gather the children together and keep them safe it was heartwarming for her to see and it was also a moment of conviction at that moment she was begging god god please i'm sorry that i thought this way i'm sorry that i pictured the wall in this way open my eyes that so i may understand more now answering um shane and emily's prayers for god to touch lauren came the answer was justin baker and I understood why they had to introduce him in the book now I do not understand why he had to die I definitely do not understand why he had to die because the grief that overwhelmed Emily and not only Emily because Justin was a truly truly nice guy he volunteered he had a lot of things that he was doing everybody loved Justin and why he had to die was questioning to me because if this person was sense or if this person's life was supposed to be a mirror example of God's love and God's presence and it was to show Lauren her error, the error in her ways, how come how was Lauren supposed to feel that he died? And so when he died, Lauren could not reconcile it. And although Emily was deeply heartbroken, Emily told her mom, Mom, you know what? I'm grateful for Justin. I'm I'm grateful for the time that we spent together. And her mom's like, how can you support a war that kills the love of your life? She's like, the love of my life believed in the war. He he didn't see he didn't um try to make it look like it was a do or die affair. He wanted genuine peace wanted a relative peace to come upon the both countries because American war, America was shaken by the terrorist attacks yes and there's a lot of um, reference to September 11 that reminds me Karen Kinsbury has a story that is dedicated to telling um, the events of September 11 I think it's on Tuesday morning um that was this um after even now that was the second book i read she has a book on um september 11th i'm going to look for that book and i'm going to add it in the description box okay so moving on and emily was like he believed in this thing and then i i miss him i will always miss him i will always love him but i'm grateful what he has done and how he has shown me love basically emily never wanted justin to go but god was i feel at the time that um god made emily understand that justin was not um justin was not restricted to what she had want what she wants him to be or her own feelings or her own thoughts It might not make sense, but Justin's death somehow opened, opened, clearly opened Lauren's eyes, Lauren's mind to the things that the war was doing. It was cruel that he died, but it was enlightening to her to find that the number of people who Justin helped, the number of lives that he impacted... And these were people who were ready to um, go on in the war and make sure that they they got the ultimate peace for people like Justin. People were ready to go back to the war and fight off the terrorists just because of how good Justin was. People might look at it like payback time, but if someone was truly fighting for a cause and during that fighting they died people actively around them would want to people that are active around them would want to um fight this cause and claim a victory for them okay so i love even now i love ever after yeah awesome awesome books so i love it so that is all for even now and above after. they are completely awesome books um they could be read as so um what's the end what's um, a complete miracle would be that lauren's eye being open lauren now um developing a faith in god and understanding her the wrong or where she had been wrong or the errors in her thoughts came apologized to shame and there's love they already love each other but now learn how to develop an understanding a trust they had to find a common ground and that common ground was found yes fine and they eventually got married yes what have I added to my Tibra list so um I saw a quote on X recently. There's this account I follow, like Romance Quotes i Die For. I can't really remember the quote but it was so touching when I saw it and I like took a screenshot but when I was I was looking for where the quote came from then there was someone who said that it's a line of poems by Mahmoud Darwish mm-hmm. and the person didn't give any um, collection of poems or any book so I just went and downloaded as much books by Mahmud Dawish as possible. I'm not gonna rest until I find that <laughs> um, And then I also added Outlawed by notes Okay, so by Mahmud I got A River Dies of Tests, almond Blossoms and Beyond, um, and a couple of others. Okay, I was just- I just looked for books by Mahmud and I added virtually all of them. Okay, so so before we wrap up for this episode I have good news to share. Um I'm finally done with my end of semester exams. So you're hearing the voice of a four hundred level girl. <laughs> I've been so excited, um since I finished my exams. I've been grateful, but especially because I don't know, this whole level really, really stressed me. It was a lot. School is a lot already. But I don't know, this one just seems Um, more than a lot Um, so I'm excited for that too and um, the episode where I did this poll where I was saying people could choose between book club and crochet club it was the poll wasn't available on Spotify before but then I rectified the issue somewhat and the poll is there there's one vote for a crochet club you can already count on my one vote, so that's two votes. Um, someone replied to an episode where I added the poll again, and or maybe, or maybe said she wanted the book club too. So, you guys, <laughs> like I've said before, I want a crochet club, of course, but then I still want you to kind of uh, give your opinion or your input. So, go to the episode on Spotify and cast your vote. The poll is open until the 31st day of December. So, there's that. And also, it's Christmas weekend. So, um, by Monday, we'll be saying Merry Christmas, celebrating Christ and his birth and how he came to give us life. And if you've been following the podcast this month, I've, I joined this challenge on X where I'm reading one chapter of Luke every day. So um, on today's episode, we're reading the twenty second book of Luke. Um, so far, I've been reading. I, I can. I I would admit that there's some days I've not been consistent, but then. Even if I don't read that day, I don't stop it. I don't it doesn't make me stop from stop reading the book the next day. I just cover up. So far I think my favorite book is Luke my favorite chapter, I beg your pardon, is Luke twelve. Um there's um a parable. That's the book where God talks about clothing the ravens with beauty and splendor. Um how much more will he um clothes you how much more will he take care of you it's also the um the chapter where it talks about numbering um the number of hairs the hairs on our head so we shouldn't fear and we shouldn't worry he takes care of the spirals he will take care of us of, of us um looks always it's my best book so far but yeah we're not done there's still two more chapters to go if you have not been following the challenge don't deter okay you can still read the chapter of Luke anytime that you'd like. And, well, of course, you can tell me your favorite chapter of Luke in the comment section, too. And I'll see you in the next episode. Till then, Merry Christmas in advance. And thank you for listening to this episode. I will see you in the next episode. Bye.